Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers podcast. I am one of your hosts, Falcon, joined with me today, as always, my good friend, Chimp, or Condor. How are you doing today, Condor? Oh, hello. I am doing great. I'm ready to talk about a good anime that you recommended, Falcon. Yes, I picked this week's anime, and we are watching Dr. Stone, the first season, the second season. I literally started airing the week we were watching, uh, started airing the week we were watching this. Uh, so that can come up in the future. But for now, strictly season one. No season two stuff included. Nope. Even though at this moment of recording, as Falcon has said, there, the first episode of season two is out right now. But uh, we have chosen not to watch it since this is a season one only. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So uh, Falcon, why don't you uh, give us a little description of the, the show real quick? All right. So Dr. Stone is a show where one day all of humanity on Earth is petrified in stone statues. And then we fast forward 3,700-ish years later, uh, our main character Senku breaks out of petrification and tries to restart society by finding the cure to unpetrify everybody and to build a uh, civilization based on science, which is the basic premise. Anything you'd like to add to that uh, with us, Condor? Nope, I feel like that was a 10 billion percent a good description. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's the basic overview of the story. Uh, pretty much just what they do trying to rebuild civilization and what happens there. Over 3,700 mm. years. That's right. It's pretty crazy. It's super crazy. Um, especially that our boy Senku could count every second he was petrified for 3,700 years. That's right. That yeah, shows how big crazy. brain he is. Mm -hmm. Super big brain. Um, yeah, uh, I guess we'll just go on and lead in talking about Senku because really the show is Senku. The show is Senku. And show. It's, not, it's not going to say that the show is carried by the main character, but that's yeah. not in a bad way, you know? No. Usually there is bad things where it's like, oh, yeah, the show is totally carried by the main character and it makes the show bad. No, in this case, uh, the fact that Senku is here, if Senku was not here, then obviously this would probably be a bad show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so Senku is our main character, of course. Yeah. He is a high schooler who is like a science prodigy. He um, is. He, he loves everything about science. He's loved it since he was a kid. His goal in like elementary school, they have a say, is he wants to go to space. And his teacher's like, you'll be a great astronaut when you get older. He's like, no, I'm going now. And you just see him like building rockets and all these other cool science experiments when he's like a little kid. Um, so he's, he just has this huge passion for science. He wakes up, realizes if he can get uh, enough people awake, uh, he can try to figure out what exactly happened and try to get civilization back to where it was and quicker. That's his main goal. Um, science genius. Everybody knows it. He knows pretty much everything. Uh, not physically fit. Uh, doesn't have much stamina. <laughs> Your stereotypical like stick nerdy kind of guy. Um, he's very kind of mischievous too in some ways. He likes uh, to take advantage of people to use. He does like to games. take advantage of people. That's for sure. Um, and he, he likes hatching up schemes that he enjoys. Um, I'm saying I'm too much today. I don't feel like I normally do that. Oh no, it's not know, good. Right? Um, yeah, it's terrible. But uh, yeah. Um, um, now I'm going to get you doing it. Again, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's really Senku. What, what do you have to add about Senku, uh, Condor? I uh, again, basically, he carries the whole show pretty much, and but not in a bad way, as I mentioned previously. But you know, Sanku's a pretty cool guy, he has a nice catchphrase 10 billion percent. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of rubs off on some of the other characters, they say it sometimes too. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Everyone kind of looks up to Senku as well, uh, considering you know, he's probably the big brain guy, but not like just in that case because he's just like also a very reliable person in general. He always, he's always the type of guy when there's a situation you can always count on him no matter what. Mm -hmm. he's just that type of, he's like the big brother he's dependable he's dependable mm -hmm. um he's, but yeah, yeah everything's good the, like ways of making everything stuck in his head he knows the order they need to get it to make it happen uh so that that helps out a lot even just like at the start where once he finally gets a couple people revived he's like cool now that we are able to have food all the time uh let's make soap because if we get sick uh we're kind of screwed you know so 
he knows how to make everything in the order in which he needs to That's make. right. Thank goodness for all his studying. Because Senku, originally he wanted to go to space because mm-hmm. of his dad, which uh, his dad was an ast- wanted to be an astronaut. And because of that, he wanted to go to space. So he like started studying. I think that's where his interest in science like took mm-hmm. place as well. We get a lot of Senku backstory as well. We see it a few times throughout the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, he basically studied, experimented, and because of that, he became a super smart guy. Uh, probably knows literally everything. But unfortunately, his only downfall is he's not strong. That's why yeah. he has to rely on the strong people around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows that he's he thinks the moon is following him as a kid or whatever, and then uh, then you know he finds out the moon's not really following him later on in life. I'm sure. But yeah, his dad wanted to be an astronaut but failed the swimming test. Um, so he ends up picking up science. You find out to try to find a way to help make the dad pass the swimming test the next time they choose astronauts. And so that's they said, what like they only pick new astronauts like once every decade or something. So there's not much window of uh, window of availability, I guess. The opportunity yeah. that's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, <laughs> so he's, he's trying to help his dad make sure the next time he can become an astronaut, his dad will succeed. Um, and uh, he does. So that's great. Got, Senku also is the type to not show emotion that much. Wow. I think throughout the first season, he only cried one whole time, mm-hmm. and that was that was like like around like late season one. I'm not sure if he'll cry later in the show. Since, uh, by, by the way, just to let you know, uh, if you are watching the anime and you cannot wait for season two and you want to read the manga, the manga. Yeah. Pay- so you just start on on chapter 60 because mm-hmm. the last episode like ends like near the end of chapter 60. I actually took the liberty of reading chapter 60 myself. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, basically it's the first 60 chapters of the manga. And that is the first nine volumes. Uh, volume 10 onward, I believe, is where that the arc that's covered in the anime is like ends pretty much. I uh, sure, why right, not? Eight or nine. Eight or nine of the manga is where... No, that, that doesn't sound ends. right. That doesn't sound right. I think it's um because they usually have like eight or nine chapters in a in a manga, don't they? I actually don't know. I haven't read a manga in so long. But anyway, oh, like I said, I have them all. Let me go look at the covers and I can okay. figure out which one it stopped at. Well, okay, you cool cat. Jeez, yeah. stop flexing real quick. <laughs> Boom. Uh, let's see. Da, but da, da, da. while he's looking that up, basically, uh, Senku is basically prime main character, prime main character material. Mm-hmm. So he is the perfect fit for the situation that they are given. It's like they made him that way or something. <laughs> and that's, I guess, that's a good explanation on our boy Senku. If you like, by the way, fun fact, they put up some popularity polls and out of all the U.S. and Japan one, he's literally first place in all of them, which is not a surprise. Yeah, he I was right. It's, best boy. It's, uh, it's volume eight. Oh, okay. Volume eight is where uh, the current part of the manga or anime and the next part starts. So, so it yeah. starts volume nine. So mm-hmm. the first eight volumes uh is the first anime yeah so you can buy volume eight the first half of it's going to be the same the second half not not going to be the same or if you just want to start from the beginning to see the little differences go on ahead because there's mm-hmm. always differences oh yeah and i guess that's everything about senku who is mm-hmm. our next character we'll talk about taiju taiju next. oh yeah our boy taiju so taiju fun fact uh this this anime tried to lead up to Taiju being the main character at mm-hmm. first because I think he's like the very first character you see on the screen. Mm-hmm. Basically, he he's confessing to this girl Yuzuri Hara. Her name's so weird. They should just call her Yuzuhara. I don't know Yuzuriha, why. Yeah. But uh, she, and then that's when the whole petrification of everyone turning to stone happens, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it follows him at first. Uh, he he awakens from the stone, and that's what happens in the anime, the show, and the manga too. Because I remember I read the first few chapters mm-hmm. myself a while ago. Makes you think he's gonna be the main character, but then stuff happens, and it's Senku. And I mean, honestly, that's not a bad trade. But basically, Taiju is—I uh, wouldn't say he's dumb. He's more like hard-headed. Would you? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, he's not smart, but he's more just kind of—I guess—he's just more slow. He's not really that he's stupid. Yeah, it's just kind of slow. He'll he'll say things without realizing what he's doing. Um, like at the one part, they're supposed to be like sneaking around, and he just like screams Senku's name, and it's like, no, you're supposed to be really quiet right now. Why are you just like shouting his name all of a sudden? But uh, yeah, he's otherwise he's uh, very fit, very much. Uh, he has a ton of stamina. They even he is out very strong. Not, yeah, he's strong, but he he won't hurt anybody. He doesn't fight anybody, but he'll protect people. 
it's like it shows in the past like he was helping Senku out when they were little. He was a little kid. He's, I guess you would call him him Senku's best friend. Um, we never really see Senku interact with anybody other really than Taiju in like the. Uh, yeah, I would say the best friends skips, probably like, stuff. Uh, like there'd be like these like high school college age kids come pick on Senku when he was messing with experiments. So Taiju would be there to like take the beating so Senku could keep working on whatever he was working on and protect the experiment. And then Senku um, electrifies them. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he does but yeah uh he's very much uh he's very protective of his friends and family and anybody who he feels needs it uh crazy ton of stamina crazy ton of strength um very kind-hearted as well um scared to tell the one person he's been in love with for five years that he is in love with her but you know that that happens sometimes i guess that five years turns to three thousand years <laughs> <laughs> yeah it turns four thousand years um but yeah um that's really about it i'm gonna look at this yeah the thing the problem i assume he's probably a bigger uh prominent figure in season two but the problem uh, i wish they showed more taiju Mm. obviously i won't say why until later on into this podcast why we don't see more of him but i was kind of hoping to see more of him i was a little sad about that other than that we pretty much described him Uh, they don't they only show he's only like in the first six episodes and then appears in the last episode really I mean, even the last episode's more just like a cameo. You just kind of like see him. He doesn't really do anything. Unless he does, he screams Senku's name. I mean, possible. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does scream Senku's name at the end. Yeah, but <laughs> otherwise, yeah. Uh, and then Yuzuri has to be like, you idiot, shut up. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so after that, uh, let's go. Let's do Kohaku next. You want to do Kohaku? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so best girl. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> really? Okay, okay. I'm joking. No, I really don't I th- care. Now that I think about, it, I don't really think I chose the best girl. <laughs> I think I, I was mean, too busy being. They amazed. don't really have much uh, to do besides just be there. But yeah, Kalaku probably does the most out of all of them. Uh, but anyway, girls? what are you talking about? What about Detective Suika? How dare you? Yeah, but Suika's like seven. Detective Suika. Yeah. Um, anyway, she has the fuzzy sickness. She has the fuzzy sickness. She does have the fuzzy sickness. <laughs> oh. That's 10 billion percent horrible of you to say, um. Alkin. Anyway, anyway. Kohaku, Kohaku is a gorilla. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't hit me. Wait, don't hit me. <clears throat> You're forgetting she is a lioness uh, who uh, was not petrified ever. Um, she is one of the first, I guess, really the first person Senku meets. Um, besides Taiju and one other person we'll talk about later. Um, so re- real quick, uh, just to cut you off because I'm mm-hmm. so good at doing that. Um, yeah. You can tell how a person is petrified because when they come out of the stone, they have like a marking on them. Like Senku has like- They've got um, cracks all over their they body. Have, like, crack. He has like cracks on his uh, thing. Uh, I think Taiju has something on his forehead. I don't remember. Senku's got like below his eyes. Taiju, I think, has like one. Oh, he has it. He has it on his eye. I'm looking at yeah. it right now. Two under his Yuzuri eye. is like on her eye. shoulder somewhere. Like she has like a little like spiral thing on her shoulder. Yeah, so that's how you could tell if a character has been like unpetrified mm-hmm. before. But Kohaku is one who would not have any marks, so she has never been turned to stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he can just tell even by the way she's behaving. There's been people who've been living there for a while. Um, which then leads to the mystery of were they people who originally were petrified and got unpetrified years earlier and have now had generations of people. Um, but he can tell she doesn't really know what he's talking about or who he is very much. She's been living in the Stone Age world for a while. Yes. Um, so uh, he ends up helping her. He finds her after like a tree's fallen over on her or something, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, um, because she uh, prior she we'll we'll get to him later, but she like kind of attacks the bad guy of season one, and she the sees bad the like, bad guy do something to some of Senku's friends and realizes he's a bad guy and can't be trusted. Uh, but yeah, he uh, kind of gets one over on her. The yeah. first encounter, and then then uh, a tree is on her, and Senku sees it, and obviously Senku's not like super st- super strong, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he's like can you wait till evening and then i'll be able to free you and she she does it and then he does like a, he does like a pulley system to like yeah which is really cool to see and she'd never seen anything like that happen so she's like amazed at what he did and how he thought of how to do it and he has to explain to her like oh well, i'm not strong but by putting the work on these pulleys i just have to yank this as hard as i can and boom we're good you know like you're good uh but you find out she lives in a village with uh i think she says 40 people who it weren't women and people. children yep uh 
like 40 able-bodied people who could help the village so um, there could be more but mm-hmm. actually i wonder if there's a population of it let me let me look i'll have to find out but yeah she just said she's like not counting the elderly and the children roughly 40 um but yeah so but since you can't enter the village because outsiders are not allowed into the village um because the only people who they know that live outside the village are people who used to live in the village and got banished from the village uh so uh, he can't go in there but she kind of works as his liaison at the start from getting what he needs from the village and helping him out with science because she has a sister who's very very sick and senku promises that he can make her better hopefully as long as he can get his science kingdom rolling and can get what he needs to make that happen um so she trusts senku and believes him to help cure her sister um down the line uh, but otherwise, uh, she deeply cares for her sister and all the villagers. But she's a very good fighter. I think they said she's the second best fighter in the village, besides a guy named Magma, uh, who's kind of just a jerk, so we don't care about him that you're much. You're a big, you're a big um, jerk. <laughs> um, yeah, fighting, hunting, any kind of survival skills she excels at. She carries, what is it, like a five-liter jug of hot spring water because her to the sister, village multiple times every day, so her sister can take a bath in the hot springs. Um, her sister Ruri is sick. Yeah, we, uh, she has said a that. bad thing. I wasn't paying attention. That well, that's what you get. I for was going paying. to say <laughs> that in the manga, they actually mm-hmm. have a spread of all forty of the characters in the oh, village nice. and their names. And also, a trivia fact is. The 40 named villagers are not the only inhabitants that live in the village, as Koaku says that she forgets the number of names of several children and elders. Mm-hmm. So it is more than 40, but we do know the minimum is at least 40. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anything, hunting, survival skills, she can help out with very easily. Um, and otherwise, she cares about people a lot of the village. If you're not from the village, she doesn't really give a crap about you, but she wants to keep their village running and strong. That's She's right. also, I think, the fastest person in the village. Isn't that right? I think. I think she mentioned that she is the fastest, other than Detective Suika, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, I was thinking the time that uh, something happens to Detective Suika, they're like, Kohaku, you have to go because you're the fastest one here. And that's why she, I think, she ends up leaving us because she's supposed to be like the fastest. Yeah. Um, Man, she's also very smart as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. That arc was so screwy. It was funny. <laughs> Okay. Apparently, her name is Japanese for Amber. Yeah, uh, all the vi- all the villagers in Ishigami Village are uh, they're named after like a stone, like a type yeah. of stone. I mean, some of them are obvious. Like, there's some I forgot what they're called. The Sparkling Sisters. Their names are like Sapphire, Garnet, and Emerald. I think. Yo, I got you. I got you right now. Got you right now. We got Garnet, Sapphire, and Ruby. Mm-hmm. Literally, just like beauty stones because they're they're, yeah. they're like beautiful characters yeah they're supposed to be like the three most beautiful girls in the village or something i think um but yeah but did you know that kaseki means fossil because he's an old man <laughs> i mean it makes sense or uh, don't make fun of old man kaseki like that. i'm not I, kaseki's probably my favorite character in the show i like kaseki a lot but uh i'm not making fun of him i just find that amusing okay um, but basically kohaku just cares about she cares about the villages the villagers cares about her sister mm-hmm. overall a very strong person doesn't really stand out too much but she's there she leads mm-hmm. Seku to the village so she's important nope uh, i guess that leads us on to the sorcerer of the village we've got our bully chrome the sorcerer the sorcerer now real quick i just want to say um it's kind of hard not to choose a favorite character that's not senku because mm-hmm. obviously senku chooses the uh carries the the, the show and i'm not saying that in a bad way because these no. characters are good in their own way but the thing is senku just overpowers them all yeah i mean well the, it, it's hard because to do it because the whole point of the show is trying to revive the world through science nobody but in the show but senku knows the science I mean, because they're all especially the first season because they're all for the most part in the first season have lived in the stone age and pretty much know how to hunt and fish do the basic things for survival and that's it um so it's more of senku explaining it and he has the personality to like make the plan to do whatnot where everyone else just helps him carry them out yep um so it's it's really hard especially at the start i'm hoping in season two and onward uh they kind of get fleshed out more but really besides senku there's only one or two other characters that kind of know what's going on and can like make their own planes and hatch their own schemes um but we'll talk about a couple of them later on well, anyway i was gonna say uh, other than senku chrome's probably my favorite mm-hmm. character 
Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like Senku and Taiju combined a little bit. Pretty you know? much, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chrome is that person who's very smart, but since he's not been brought up in a world that can help him like learn more, he has a very, very primitive rudimentary understanding of things. Mm-hmm. But he's smart enough to know that these things are different and important and useful. He just doesn't know how or how to make it that way. So Senku showing up and being able to like teach him all these things gets Chrome thinking and learning and becoming this a lot stronger person science wise um, and kind of personality wise too. Um, but uh, it gets him some more respect because before he was kind of like the villagers liked him, but he was kind of that crazy sorcerer guy who did crazy sorcery, evil things and his little sorcery hut, you know, but uh, yeah, it Chrome is very interesting. Uh, kind of, uh, yeah, I was going to say that maybe he might be a little bit gullible, but I don't think that that's really true now that I'm thinking about it. I wouldn't say he's gullible, honestly. Very impressionable, though. Very impressionable. Uh, he, uh, in the beginning, uh, they have, him and Senku have like a, a science off. It was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the last one was like math. And Chrome's like, oh, I'm the best at math. And then like on the screen, it shows like all these equations and stuff. And Chrome's just like, oh. Well, that's where because like his math is probably simple addition and subtraction and like maybe multiplication. But Senku's like, <laughs> oh no, like, not long theory of relativity equals mc squared. This that, and he's like, oh yeah, I love it. First, he's like, haha, look, rainbow, whatever, and he just throws like different like dust and different, different rocks and a fire, so it makes it, yeah. different like colors. And Senku's like, oh, okay, watch this, you know, make something even better. But yeah, it just uh, just does all these different things, and he explains them like, oh, what well, you did did this, and it cut, made it this color due to the reaction of this and that and blah. blah. But yeah, it was really interesting. It's like I'm the best at math. Boop, and it's like, nope. Senku still won. Um, yeah, he's fun. <laughs> he's, uh, fun. he's also crushing really hard on Ruri uh, Gohaku's sister. Yep, the one who is sick. Mm-hmm. Just want to throw that out there, just in case people didn't hear it the third time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, well, basically, the main the, the the main plot point of the first half of the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. I mean, I guess it is, but who cares? Basically, uh, you have to, they're going to try to build a medicine capsule for mm-hmm. uh, what do they call it? I keep they call it like a specific name. Uh, the the science kingdom, or no, not the science, like the medicine that they make. They call it like oh a the sulfa drug. The sulfa drug. There we go. They build like a sulfa drug. To like cure her, whether they do it or not, and it works, I'm not going to tell you that. You have to yeah. watch for yourself or read um, the manga. Yeah that's, yeah, that's the first part. It's them trying to they have like a timeline of everything they have to make before they can make this sulfa drug that will hopefully cure Ruri. So it's them trying to win over villagers into helping out because they need manpower to do everything since they don't mm-hmm. have all the innovations of modern society. Um, at so it's first, it's just trying to win him. everybody over to have more help to make it happen. At first, it's just Senku, Chrome, and uh, Kohaku. Mm-hmm. But then they get more people to help. Like later. Detective Suika. And, and the Fossil. Yeah, yeah. Old Man Kaseki. <laughs> Old Man Fossil. I actually really like Kaseki too. He's cool. Yeah, he's fun. Oh, he's cool. I like him. But um, yeah, Chrome's pretty cool. He has some good moments that I'll probably want to talk about later a little bit. But uh, other than that, he's just kind of there too after uh, Senku comes. Like, yeah, my kingdom now. Oh, and he has his own catchphrase too. Do you remember what his catchphrase is? No. Bad. He just says everything so bad. Bad. Bad with a lot that's of like A's. A sheep. What a sheep. Yeah, but man, <laughs> science is so bad. Yeah, that's like, a 10 yeah. billion percent horrible catchphrase. Yeah, sorry, Chrome. You don't have a cool catchphrase, bud. Yeah, he even steals Senku's catchphrase once. <laughs> yeah, he does. I like, too, how he's he gets uh, intimidated by a challenge, like at the one part where Senku gives him a job. He's like, what? You're leaving this up to me? He's like, yeah, I've given you all the tools you need to do it, so get it done. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, do you mean old man Senku to help you get it done? He's like, no, I'm a scientist. It's like, good, I'm gonna go do this thing now. But like, he didn't want to do it until Senku kind of like taunts him like, oh, I'm sorry, do you still need me to help you out with this? He's like, no, I'm a scientist I, I'm now. I'm a big boy. I yeah. got big boy pants. Um, <laughs> I guess if there's nothing else about Chrome, that leads us to, uh, ooh. I want to do, say, probably do uh, Gen next, or do we want to do Sukasa next? We could do Sukasa because okay. Gen, Gen kind of ties next. into Sukasa, so I was like, yeah. actually, hold up. So Sukasa 
is our main antagonist of the show. Mm-hmm. He is really big, like stronger than Taiju big. Like, uh, geez, excuse like, you, he is so the big? ultimate high school strongman, okay? Well, then he should be in Danganronpa. Well, you know, maybe he will be. You wait, never know. Wait a second. Is, Danganronpa is he... cross. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I just, I just got it. Hmm? He is Sakura's brother. Hmm. The first game. Could be. I think so. I think we just drew the parallel. Boom. Look at no. that. I just cracked the code. Just like I want to crack his face. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, anyway, but Sukasa, basically, uh, Senku and Taiju are in a situation where they're being attacked by lions. Mm-hmm. And beforehand, Taiju's like saw Sukasa when he was turned to stone. And uh, while they're being chased, Taiju's like, we got to free Sukasa. He'll do anything. He'll save us. So they free yeah, he's, him. He's the only one who can. <laughs> He'll, they free him. He, he literally punches the lion and kills it in one punch. Like, Jesus. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. And he's like, Sukasa's like, you guys won't have to worry about survival anymore now that I'm here. But as the as the show gets on, he gets a little, like, backstory where you see, like, his uh, sister was sick. And he wanted to build, like, a little seashell crown for her at the mm-hmm. beach. But the person who, like, governs the beach is like, this is my property. You can't do that. So he kind of hates the corrupt adults. So he basically wants to, like, build a world where... Uh, he wants to be like, since because the world's all reset, there's all stone statues everywhere. He wants to like kill the grownups and let all the like the kids and people come back mm-hmm. to life. And uh, he kind of goes against Senku because Senku wants to revive every single person he can. Yeah, yeah, that, that's where they he come, becomes the bad guy before he, he yeah. shares with them like, we need to restart society, rebuild it. But yeah, he blames all of the adults for ruining the world and like for the disarray the world was in. Yep. So he doesn't want to really revive anybody. I, there's some people we see that are more probably like college age, but if yeah, you're like there's like older a lot than like of college age people. He's like, no, we're done with you. You had your shot. You ruined our world. We're going to make sure it stays the way it should be. Um, but he also kind of has this, like the strongest shall rule mentality. So very much kind of like, as long as no one's stronger than him, he can do whatever he wants to do. But if someone's stronger than him, then that person can do whatever they want to do. Whereas like, he was like, nah, that sucks. We're just going to rebuild civilization how it used to be, save everybody we can because that's what science does. So that's kind of their two opposing ideologies um, that they're kind of battling it out over. Yep. But uh, ba- I, what I like about Tsukasa because uh, there's a moment in a show where they like go against each other for the first time and Tsukasa's like, yeah, we could have been friends if, if it was in the past life. And it, and it shows like flashbacks of like, all the time Senku was it was a kid, but Sukasa's there, and I, I thought that mm-hmm. was really nice. And it was like a nice touch to add. Yeah, and it was sure a that nice... if they'd had that bond, that he might think the same way they did. I'm I'm a big guy on what if they, scenarios and stuff, mm-hmm. especially if they show him for like a brief second. So I really like that addition to Sukasa. It's yeah, a shame they... that things didn't work out. Uh, the show would have been a lot different. I feel like if that was the case, mm-hmm. you know, it basically be like him at the ishigami village but sukasa would be there they'd be all helping out a lot of things wouldn't be happening mm-hmm. but then there'd be no like struggling antagonists so right there wouldn't be any way to start it off with well but yeah uh, and he, i think he even says before that when he was talking about if they met before the uh you know world essentially reset that they'd be friends and he said that Senku probably i think he said Senku would have been his first friend so it sounds like he's a guy even though he's like crazy charismatic just never was able to make a good friend so if Senku and Taiju had been his friends growing up. He probably would think a lot differently. But yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he's super strong. He's known as uh, what was the actual title? The strongest high school primate. Yeah, the primate. Um, because he was just like super strong, and like ever, the whole country knew it. Yeah, like he was. Um, like, he's bulging muscles. Like Jesus. Yeah. Um, but he's also super charismatic, and that's why he can win so many people over to his side. I mean, just has that natural it's charisma to him. It's definitely the voice. It has to be the voice. Um, just, but that... just, uh, just let you know, uh, guys, me and Falcon here watch the anime subbed. Mm-hmm. You can watch Dr. Stone dubbed on Funimation. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored. Yeah, but we both end up watching it, I think, on Crunchyroll. Yes, um, I really like the sub. The sub is super good. Yeah. Super good. But Sukas um, is the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy just mainly there in the first season to be the antagonist he has the opposing views bad guy uh, he's just trying to amass an army as much as he can so he can stop anyone who tries to think against him he realizes that if senku can advance science enough that they won't have any way of stopping him because senku can make guns and have all these other improvements that will just make the battle tied to their favor so he's trying to build an army quickly so he can take senku out and uh just be done with it um 
which leads us, I guess, again, unless there's yeah! anything else you want to talk about, Sukasa. Um, no, let's talk about Gen. Okay. So Gen is also a character who was revived through the stone. Mm-hmm. Kind of disappears. Literally, his first catchphrase is like, "I want a cola." Yeah, you first I see him, and he's cola. like, "Is it do do we or can I trouble someone when, to get a cola or something like that?" And they're like, "What?" Because that's when they were made. Because Senku made like a ramen stand to like try to get the uh, people to come help him out with some experiments, mm-hmm. and then he appears, and it's like, "Oh, I want a cola." And Senku's like, "Oh," he's freaked out because he knows something only. Whoever knew about Cola had to be revived. Yeah, uh, you find out Gin was revived by Sukasa, and he was sent to spy on see spy. if Senku's alive and the spy in the village. Yeah, because Sukasa had previously thought he might have killed Senku, but he also knew Senku was really, really smart and could have potentially survived it. So Gin is supposed to go find this village they've heard about and see if Senku is living there and if he's still alive. Yeah, because um, also because of what happened with Kohaku mm-hmm. with Tsukasa, like with yeah. the tree thing, uh, probably wants to go check out the village see if there's anything sus is going on. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, eventually, again, again is like the mystery. He's a mentalist. Yeah, he He's was like very- a famous mentalist teenager in Japan who wrote all these like books that Senku deemed trash. Um, but he's very manipulative, very strategic, very kind of tactful. Um, also, not a very strong character. Um, I think his no, spot in Sukasa's like empire was he was supposed to be like their strategist guy, um, uh, but he's he's not very trustworthy. Um, he's very much just kind of you don't know where his allegiance truly lies. Um, yeah, he comes across the ramen stand when he's going to see if Senku's actually alive or whatnot, and decides to kind of hang around and see what Senku's up to for a bit. Um, uh, but what do you have to add about uh? Uh, Gen was definitely like a mysterious character. You really couldn't tell how things were gonna go with that, honestly. Um, but I really, it's like literally, it was funny because the episode was named like the most flimsiest alliance, and the only reason why Gen uh literally joined Senku is because he promised Gen he'd make him a cola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's all it took. No, yeah, but he, he hung yeah. around, and then Senku actually did make him a cola, and so he was just like, "All right." Oh, I was you gonna got say me. that was one of my favorite moments. How dare you? Yeah. Ah, no, bad. but they actually show that uh, that later, uh, like like I think it was like episode twenty two or twenty three. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's one of my favorite episodes too. But ever since Gen was awakened uh, and he follows Sukasa to where the cave is for the nitric acid, which is the revival fluid, mm-hmm. um, he, he saw the tree where Senku carved how many years he was gone and like what day it was he was revived back on. Mm-hmm. And Gen was like amazed and astonished, and he felt like back then that was when he really started being won over by Senku. So mm-hmm. Gen's a really sweet character in that essence. He's also very smart. Like he understands some of what uh, Sunku talks about. Some, so not talk, all, but some. Yeah, he'll be like, "We're doing this," and isn't that like super dangerous? Or what? You know, what about? But yeah, he so he kind of knows what they're doing without being able to know everything, um, which lets him have somebody that Sunku can kind of have these more intelligent conversations with um, when he needs them. Um, yeah, yeah. He he's also knows some stage magic. He was able to trick. Uh, was it magma? I think. Yeah. With like the dumb little flower trick that yeah, he the did. dumb little flower trick, and he, he just had like, like he makes a comment. He can make them like disappear. So they're like, we don't believe you. So he has like these flowers. He just like slide a hand, like moves them behind his fingers. Like, <gasps> what did you do? It, it, like, this is this is a spoiler, but it's literally like it's literally the very next chapter after the anime ends. Like I assume, I assure you, if you watch the first episode of season two, this happens in probably the first five minutes. But uh, he's very good at imitating people's voices. He imitates this female's voice and. Uh, Senku's like, wow, that was really like close to like a female's voice. Good job. So he's pretty good at like throwing his voice and making it sound like yeah. someone else's. Well. And they show in season one, doesn't he do that with Sukasa at one part? He's like, I wonder what Sukasa's thinking. Yeah, he, he does. does like, the voice. Yeah, he does it with Sukasa. He does it with a a, a girl like literally the next chapter mm-hmm. after. But he's pretty good at that. He's pretty good at tricking the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, he was also they actually kind of foreshadowed him actually as well i actually remembered Mm -hmm. Uh, i think it was an episode two or set three and it showed uh basically it was like they were asking taiju a question uh, through a magazine one of the science guys in senku's club and it showed books yeah Yeah. he wrote the book and that's where uh senku's like that's a trash book (laughs) yeah that's my book (laughs) yeah but gen's a pretty cool character i like him you never know which way he was gonna go he does he did a lot of cool things like he did, he did some pretty cool things. I like. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I liked when Senku's introduced. Like, yeah, I've heard of you. 
you're you know again whatever and he's like or yeah again asagiri he's a writer he's a famed mentalist and writer of a bunch of trash books he's like oh so you've read my work <laughs> it's just like <laughs> he doesn't care that siku called his work trash he's like he makes I'm, a bunch of trash books it's like I oh mean, you read honestly, my stuff he probably didn't care considering he was 3700 years in the future. yeah i mean like he's like gonna make money off of it now anyway but yeah uh he i liked him a lot uh and I'm pretty sure he plays very highly in the I'm character sure polls. he actually he does. Um, yeah, I, I saw it. the I saw the number. I just don't want to say it yet. That's usually your thing. So, oh, you're so it. sweet. Yeah, My yeah. But uh, but yeah, I guess that's a good time to uh, get into the character polls. But real quick before saying that, um, yeah, basically there's this, sh- this anime has like a lot of characters in it. Uh, we just named like the major ones that we thought stood out the most, but there might be other characters too that'll stand out even more, like mm-hmm. Suika, Kaisaki, Rudy, uh, Hyoga, uh, Byakuya, Kinro, Kinro, Kinro. Yuzurihara. There's just a lot of characters, so we just named the ones that are more, more prevalent to us. Mm-hmm. So. With that being said, let us move on to the character polls. Now, there's actually this this uh this uh anime this has been going on for quite a while. This series, uh, so it actually has two Japanese polls and two United States polls. Okay. Now, I'm actually going to read the first Japan poll because the first Japan poll opened up during chapter 57, and then results were revealed chapter 66. So that's kind of near where we are since the manga the season one ends chapter 60. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I'm just going to read the top. 10 spots yeah you know what i'll i'll do i'll do i'll I'll do the top 10 so number one is if you haven't guessed it by literally us saying he's carried the show it is senku with 3518 votes what a surprise no one no one's surprised (laughs) Mm. uh two is kohaku with 1725 votes Third place is Gen with 1,618 votes. Fourth place is Suika with 1,025 votes, a detective that won everybody's hearts. Fifth place is Chrome with 811 votes. Oh, wow, this is cool. Ruri got sixth place with 810 votes. Hmm. Wow, that is. He cool. must get more importance later on. No, no, no. Oh, no, no this no, is, yeah, you said this, this is during is the, the first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess a lot of people at the time really liked them close, neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Seventh place is Hyoga, a character who is on uh, uh, Sukasa's empire with 792 votes. Uh, Byakuya, I will not say who that is until later when we talk about spoilers. He is 759 votes. Ninth place is Fossil, which is 747 votes, aka Kaseki. And tenth place is Taiju with 649 votes. Mm-hmm. Though I bet you if Taiju had more prevalence in the show, he'd probably have a higher place on the ranking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he still beat characters like Ginro and Tsukasa and Ginro. So, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's still liked. Yep. Considering Ginro, Ginro, and uh, Tsukasa show a little more than Taiju uh, do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ruri is really the, the only one that surprised me that high because Ruri really doesn't do a whole lot at this point other than just kind of be there and be be the sick girl be sick slash girl. priestess of the village. But, you uh, know. Sick girl go... <coughs> It's more like the girl falls down all the time, but you know, um, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? What are we talking about next? Our favorite moments? Uh, next is music. We always do music next. I totally forgot. Wow. How could you forget about the music? You're the one that was like, oh, let's go the music. Yeah, let's go. Um, I, you know, I guess I'm just small brain today. I guess it's um, fine. I forgive you. But. So the first opening was, I believe, called Hello World, I believe. Yes, they copied uh, Kekai Sensen. How dare they? Oof. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, Good Morning World, not Hell. Hi, hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were thinking of you were thinking of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. Uh, it took a little bit of time to grow on me. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it. Is it is made by Burnout Syndrome. This is in mm-hmm. the first thirteen episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like it too. It was pretty nice. They had that one episode, I think the episode before the last episode, they had it like playing towards the ending of the episode as well. No, I think that was the last episode. Maybe. No, no, it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't. It was okay, yeah. the last one. The last I, thought, one. I was like, oh, is this the last one? I was like, no, no it's not. The last one had uh, the insert song. Yeah, yeah. Is it listed here on the... Uh, the, the nope. Yeah, huh. Weird. Anyway, uh, the second opening for season one is Sangen Shoku, which is called Three Primary Colors, which is sung by Pelican Fan Club, which is 14 through 24. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Pelican Fan Club did the second ending theme of Fire Force season two. 
I, I felt like the name sounded very familiar. If you feel, feel I think up, the one where it shows like Arthur on the van and he's like getting rid of the like demon, uh, the, the demon, the demon uh, Shinra's. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, who was it that was the demon? And I was like, I can't remember. Who was the main character, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, <laughs> I legitimately was like, who was it who was the demon in there? But yeah, the main character. Oh, you silly. It's that kind of day. Yeah, um, yeah, that was it. Was it was Pelican Fan Club? I just epic. looked it up. Look at ah, that! Ha, ha, getting getting right. out in the world. Epic big you. brain moment. Uh, I do think I preferred uh, the second opening. I like personally. the first opening, honestly. They're both fine. They're both really fine. They're like they're they're great for the show. They're not like super good, mm-hmm. not like super super good, but they're great. You know, mm-hmm. I like the I like the first one. It's just more feels more nostalgic it's mm-hmm. like hey good morning everyone's turned to stone yay yeah uh and the it's ending true. theme uh the first one is called life uh by rude alpha mm-hmm. and the second one is called uh like a dream by psyche youth k mm. uh they're they're ending themes all right they're not they're not great i, I didn't like either one of them personally i listened no, I to them like the full way through like three or four times just to like yeah, hope they'd grow on me i was I like no i'm skipping like now the like, visuals i'll say i like the second one because i like the visuals which shows mm-hmm. senku with his father in like the lab i like that mm-hmm. that was pretty cute yeah and it shows his dad on the moon like because he's an astronaut that's cool mm-hmm. but uh also the music for the show was actually really good like that regular music yeah, I felt like it was like because like usually I usually say if you go back to our podcast is during the sections where we talk about music, I usually say the music doesn't really stand out to me that much. In this case, uh, the music actually was really well done. I really liked it. Felt like it fit a lot of the moments. They also have an insert song which I can't find. Let me let me search up the person who sang. Was it the one that has the more kind of like R and B rap kind of vibe to it? I, I yeah, th- there was that one, but I meant the one sung by Lillian. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like maybe on, on her page episode. on the wikia. Let me see. That's what I'm looking on right now. Lillian Weinberg. Does it even say her her song? No, it doesn't. Oof. Oh, sad days. But it was good. We won't spoil who Lillian is because that's just kind of a fun thing to find out who she is for the show's point of view. Uh, but yeah, you think it would have that song on here somewhere. Huh? What is this? Hmm. Oh, apparently, there's a spinoff of Doctor Stone called Doctor Stone Reboot Byakuya. Hmm. That is interesting. Maybe it's about what happens when yep, Byakuya. Yeah. Cool. It's only nine chapters, though. I mean, we kind of know what happens from what little we saw. It's probably just more more details, details added. Epic. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. but the music was great. Uh, unfortunately, we can't find the song, but if you want to listen to it, I guess just watch the anime. So, haha. I mean, you could probably YouTube like you can Dr. YouTube Stone it. Lillian song or something, and it might would pop up. Good thing I have YouTube up right now. Mm-hmm. Dr. Yeah. Stone Lillian song. What is it called? Uh, One Small Step, I guess. That makes it's sense. It's called One Small Step. Um, all right. Uh, anything but yeah, music's great. Music? Yeah. Um, right. Next up, no. we normally do the normally. Weeb, yeah, we normally do the weeb moments. Well, are we normal? Moments next. Uh, we no- we're not normal. We're doing an anime uh, podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, we thought of two questions. I'm not sure. Did mm-hmm. you want to do the first one or the second one? Uh, we can do either one. You pick. Uh, okay. I think I'm let's do the second one. Um, okay. If you were during, so later in the show, uh, Senku does, I'm not going to say how, but he does get the help of the villagers. And he, when he does that, he kind of divides everyone into like different teams. There's like a science team. There's a crafting team. There's like a, a, a grunt work team. I think there's more teams. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. the question is if you were to join a team in the kingdom of science falcon what team would you join what group would you be a part of and help seku on his quest to bring science back to the world so this one's an interesting one for me because there's two that i can see me joining so when i was a kid i always wanted to be a scientist and i'm always very fairly good at science so i feel like i could join the science team and do that but i've also been my family is like a huge crafting family so i've done crafts all the time like uh-huh. all the time so i feel like either one of those two i would probably be good at um but i feel like if i had to just pick the one 
I would probably do crafting team because I feel like overall skill set that would be better for me to do than being on the actual science team. Wow. Yeah. You chose my team. How dare you? Oh, is that the team you were going to be on? Oh, I'm not good at science at all. Honestly, oh, okay. the one the one problem I had with the show, and it's not like a problem with the show, it's a problem with me as I'm not like super good into science. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the sciencey words that Senku kept saying the whole time, I didn't really understand that much. Right. But it was still cool to see everything like happen, obviously. So I wouldn't join the science team. I probably wouldn't join the grunt work team. I probably want to join the crafting team as well because it's cool to like make things. So I guess we are both joining the crafting team. We're both losers joining the crafting team. All right, well, you, let's go. We're not losers. We're helping bring humanity back. <laughs> we're to helping its bring feet. humanity back, but the other guys are on like the fighting team training or the science oh, team or the grunt work team. Or I mean, I like, guess I gonna, could join the fighting team. We're That'd gonna cool. make these wires with the little kids of the group, you know. No, that's the isn't it the grunt work team? I was thinking more like Kasek, what Kasaki does. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, that, they did they did that, but I'll I don't feel like the wires was the grunt work. I feel like that was probably part of crafting. Probably. I feel like there's probably like the crafting team that was more like the kids and the villagers who were doing like the wires and all of that. And then there would be like the actual like fire crafting kind of team with Kaseki and whatnot. Um, but yeah. Sure. All right. That has been the weeb moment. We hope you That's all enjoyed the it. Moment. We're big weebs. What can I say? Yeah, oof, weeb. <laughs> Uh, now we're going to favorite moments. Favorite moments. Yes. Oh my God. Let me was, count the ways. What, what is your first favorite moment? Oh, uh, well, we're going to spoilers a little bit. I mm. mean, I thought like big spoilers. I don't, I don't know. Cause I feel like there's not really like spoilers. It's more just like, I mean, there's some spoilers, but nothing like major, major. Um, where, he, where he said that Gens turned traitor. <laughs> that's true. We did already say that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I are bad. We apologize if you had not watched the show and are very mad at us about it. We apologize yeah, well, keep listening to the podcast so you can hear our thoughts to the end and complain about us later. Yeah. But anyway, I really liked so it was the scene where uh, it was when Sanku, Chrome, and Magma went into the, the, the uh, to the mining to get mm. some of that, that crystals. And, and then as soon as they leave, Gen's like, Oh, Sanku's finally gone now. <laughs> and I'm like, is Gen gonna do something? And then I'm like, no, he's probably not gonna do anything. He's literally done like a lot already to like help out. I don't think he's gonna like be a traitor or anything. Yeah, they give him that like really creepy, like maniacal face that he has every once in a while, and you're like, uh oh, is and this then, bad? And, yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. And then we get a good like magma moment because if you watch the show, magma's kind of a jerk, but he kind of like understands now and he's like kind of helping Senku. But that's not the point. So he comes back, uh, Senku comes back, and, and then. Oh, it was so sweet. Oh, my God. They literally built him an astronomy tower mm-hmm. and they, with a telescope. And he was, like, so happy. And it, it was just, like, really wholesome. And then, like, yeah, we, you did a lot for us, though. We thought we could do something for you in return. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Why is this anime making me cry right now? It's so wholesome. Stop. And doesn't Gen also draw that it's like, we also know it's your birthday. Yeah. And, like, he, he drops something. Because he asked like him out when that time when they were going up to the cliffs. And, and he's like, how many days have you been up for? Right? And he's like, yeah. he says it. And then again, like, draws the comparison because as mm-hmm. i mentioned earlier again saw when senku was like revived back into the world because he saw it on the tree that he wrote on and uh that's when it was his birthday too i think it was a january 3rd something like that yeah I, like I, he I uh really look it up right here i have a, he I pointed out that yeah it was january just like, 4th it was his birthday and he figured it out by how many days remember he asked about how how do you know what day it is or so i've counted how many days i've been alive and he says like how many days he's been alive or whatever so he's being able to figure that out with what the current Holy date was what his actual birthday was chapter uh, one senku was 15 years old oh wow and now he's 17 years old in chapter yeah. 56 oh my god that is Crazy. jesus that he's so young a 15 year old Wow, yeah, especially brain. for a fifteen-year-old to be that great at science, man. Definitely one of the one of the smarter anime characters. Oh yeah, definitely. But he he could beat Goku. Oh, he could beat Goku. <laughs> of course. Oh, but, but yeah, can't he uh, beat Goku too, though? <laughs> but yeah, that knows. was one of my favorite moments. What about you, Mister Falconberry? What was your favorite moment? There's so many good moments. There's so many good moments. One of my favorites is when they're having a uh, tournament in the village to decide who the next chief will be. Oh, my God. I say my favorite moment. And uh, <laughs> there's a moment where uh, Suika oh, never realizes uh, one of the fighters, his name's Kinro, uh, realizes he has the fuzzy the sickness. fuzzy sickness! Uh, which the fuzzy sickness is their term for nearsightedness. Or being uh, blind. Everything's, everything's fuzzy at a distance. Um, but Kinro doesn't tell anybody but his family because he doesn't want people to think 
like lesser of him so he just tries to deal with it um but suika also has it has this like watermelon helmet she wears that they have like glasses lens in so she fixes the fuzziness so she does this little spin down the stairs to throw her helmet onto kinro's head uh and just like this picture of kinro standing there with this like watermelon on his head just makes me laugh all the time and i thought he actually looked kind of cool with it but the villagers were all like he looks really creepy with that watermelon on his head what's going on but i, I thought I it looked cool too you know like i was like he looks really cool costume. yeah uh like the mask kinro um yeah then it just she, seeing how he finished that fight up was really fun uh, I, I just love the chaos of like the, the little tournament arc because because like it was like a tr- village tradition and like senku came and like kind of screw- screwed up everything but like senku didn't do anything yeah. like so no. my favorite scene from that from that which is why chrome's one of my favorite characters when he was fighting magma and he was trying to like burn him with like the with, like the, the watermelon helmet with like the mm-hmm. lens and senku was like you know you can't do that but then he realized he did because he like put water on it earlier and yeah, he's like oh god flat, it's it not gonna concave. work yeah yeah, and uh, and then and then Gen's like, oh, I'm here. I'm gonna distract them because earlier Magma had thought he killed Gen because he thought Senku was Gen, mm-hmm. or Gen was Senku, I should say. And yeah. he comes back and, and and Magma's freaked out. And Gen's like, I put a magic spell that will only last a minute, and then you have to stay still for a full minute. And then it's like, oh no, he's like, you're gonna be done as soon as a minute's over, Chrome. And then like he started getting on fire and he fell off the cliff. I'm just like, wow, that was that was something. It was that whole thing was crazy. So yeah, you start off with them saying they've uh that suika was drowning in a river to get kohaku to leave because she doesn't want to risk the fact that they're not lying even though she's sure they probably are like that whole tournament arc was nothing but chaos it was all just like i loved it so literally kohaku got disqualified so it was kohaku versus senku and kohaku got disqualified Mm -hmm. because of that and then senku fought uh ginro Mm -hmm. uh, after ginro who did ginro beat that random guy but then Chrome yeah. beat Magma. No, the, the Chrome was fighting Magma's lackey, and then Magma saw uh, Kohaku. Kohaku was going to make it back in time, so the lackey and had to just, like, forfeit. He just made him forfeit, so then yeah. Chrome fought Magma. The thing happened with Magma. Magma disqualified, so Ginro's, like... So it was literally just Chrome, Ginro, and, and Senku. Basically, what they're trying to do is they were trying to make it so they could give the medicine to, to Rudy because Magma wanted to, like, become the village chief and then kill Rui because she was, like, yeah. weak, weak and stuff yeah but um yeah and then ginro's like oh boy i could become the village chief er, yeah because both senku and chrome are notoriously horrible fighters and ginro while not a great fighter is a lot better than them so he's like i've won i get to marry her now yes i I actually forget how (laughs) senku won that no he used a he did the uh he stepped on a plank and i think he hit him in the nuts right yeah, so Ginro was just coming at him like crazy. And I forgot what Chrome said, but he ends up putting his stick like in a way to where he's able to put himself onto Ginro's stick. And when he steps on it, it hits him in the nuts and he falls over and just lays there. But yeah, it, it wasn't very interesting at all. But they all got mad because the whole thing was they were wanting Chrome or uh, Ginro to win. Oh, Ginro, yeah. Um, they figured, felt Kinro had their best shot at fighting, but Chrome wanted to win because he's been crushing on Ruri, and if he wins, he gets to marry the priestess. And then so, it was Chrome versus Senku. Yeah. Senku was about to like give up so Chrome could win. Right? And then Chrome just passes out because of his fight with Magma, because he got like yeah. beat up too, too by Magma. Oh, he got hella beat up. Like I was surprised he was standing. But yeah, Senku was about to be like, "Oh, look, Chrome, it's us." And he's about to forfeit, and they're like, "Senku wins," because Chrome just like passes out when it was like, "Uh." Yeah, uh, then that, yeah. Was, that was that was the tournament arc. We basically yeah, just explained I, it. I, yeah, pretty much. It's uh, pretty that crazy. Was, that was one of my, my favorite moments. What's another one for you? I'm gonna steal your character's favorite moment, and it was it was the part where Kaseki was saying he didn't have any friends, and then Chrome and Senko uh, like, "We're your friends. One. What are we? What are you talking about, old man? We're your friends." I st- I stole oh, your gosh, character's yeah. Moment. I felt that so much. You're like, man, I wish. I was younger, so I could have grown up having science buddies and or maker buddies. And it's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, I never had anyone to help me make stuff. I did it on my own. I'm like, well, don't you have to now? And he's like, what are you talking about? They're like, us. And, he's and like, then huh? Chrome was like pointing at himself and Senku. Yeah, he's like, us. Yeah, and he's like, what? He's like, but I'm like 40 years older than you. And they're like, so? So? <laughs> it's like, who cares? Technically, I'm 3,000 years older than you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. He's like, I'm like 40 years older than you. And they're like, does, I think I think the exact quote, Chromie, is like, does age really matter? Yeah. He's just, that's when he realized, like, they don't care. Like, I'm their buddy. We're making stuff together. It's great. But. Science uh, knows no limits to age. That's all they Yeah. Matters. 
yeah it's just like we're buddies we make stuff together but yeah i like that a lot uh-huh it was my favorite moment so it's mine first haha okay well um, i'm not saying it wasn't yours first i'm just saying well, I, I also I, I enjoyed said, i said it moment. first they made cotton candy <laughs> they did make cotton candy <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love how Senku just makes like the easiest things to get the villagers to win the villagers over. Like when he made the ramen and he eats it, like everyone's like, this is the best thing we've ever had because they've only had like grilled fish or like grilled meat over fire. Um, and then he eats, he's like, this is the worst ramen I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, but oh, to them, the this is like the most master class of cooking they've ever had. But yeah, I like how he just makes He even made, had to make the ramen cart to go along with it because uh why not uh yeah use it just as a trick to trick them on helping oh you ate cool you gotta help me out (laughs) that's the price of it also you said it earlier but so it was basically the scene where they're making the sulfa drug and they were just about Mm -hmm. to finish it and uh chrome and kaseki make the the wheel in the 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 river and ken's like why did they do that and then he realizes it's to make the fizz fizzy water and ken's like oh senku's gonna make that cola he promised me and he goes to senku and he's like senku i know why you made this and, and senku's like oh yeah he's like ken's big like, science explanation <laughs> Ken's like yeah i'm so happy you did it and he's like thanks i needed that now i'm gonna do a big science thing and ken's like all upset and sad and stuff he's like i should have figured and then he sneaks back in later to look for something and there's just the cola sitting on the table you, you ruined it i wasn't done well too bad i threw it in wow is this revenge <laughs> revenge oh, no God. no uh, you know you i was gonna so i was gonna make it more wholesome so i'm still gonna oh. say it anyway but basically so they were, they were about to go give ruri the medicine right mm-hmm. and gen couldn't like go in because like basically he's still an outsider to them so he couldn't like be there so he's like, oh, I'm just going to go back and just wait for you guys to return. And then he walks into like the science lab and there's the cola just sitting on the thing. It's the Senku mm-hmm. Cola too. And again, get just like really happy. He drinks it. And it was just like a sweet moment, mm-hmm. which I explained better than you. Yeah. Doesn't he also say too that like, I know I picked the right side or something like that. It was I just th- like, yeah, oh. I think he said something like that. Um, yeah. That, that shows like, even if you were curious if he was still with them or not, it was like, right, no, he got his soda, he's done. Yeah. He, he's with them for sure. Um, I like too just how Senku doesn't really seem like he cares about the villagers a lot at the start. He seems to use them more as like you know tools to get his science done. Um, but I like when they're in the winter and they're prepping for this big project he has going. He ends up taking a detour to make them all furnaces for their huts, so that way they can work inside without fear of dying due to the cold, which yep. is something he didn't think about. So he just hears one of the older people complaining about, I hope no one dies to the cold this year. It's really cold to be doing all this work or whatever. And so he's like, wait, hold up. No, we got to, we got to fix this. So he's like, you all can work inside by the fire. It'll be great. (laughs) Uh, Which gets Gin to make a little song about the the batteries he ends up having to make. (laughs) That was, that was weird. Got it. Really weird. It's like make a battery. There you go. And it's like, oh, I did it. And then Senko's like, you gotta make eight hundred of those. And he's like, damn it, this is tedious. Yeah, he, he makes like, well, like, he's like, this won't be so bad. And then Senko's like, oh, I need eight hundred of those again. He's like, what? It's like, no. <laughs> 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 uh, oh man. But yeah. This show has lots of good moments. It has lots of tons of good moments. I think another one is when they're making the wire. It's like, cool, how much wire are we going to need? Enough from here? Yeah. To that mountain. All the way to what? the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then they're all immediately like, oh, it's great. All annoyed. It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. So spoilers, again, uh, feel free to skip the next 10 seconds if you want to. But the second thing, the thing, the thing they make after the sulfur drug is they make a cell phone. Cell Phone. cell phone just a regular phone but basically that's what uh, I didn't keep they kept calling it a cell phone but even like Senku's like it's really not a cell phone it's just a normal phone but then they keep calling it a cell phone for the rest of the time and i'm like why like you've already admitted it's just a normal phone just it's like a cell, so they make phone. a cell phone and uh 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 they make the first one they're like yay yay and then i think i forget who it was but i think it was again he's like hey aren't we forgetting one and it's like oh yeah we need to make another one and they're all just like ah yeah they're, like, they're all excited it's finally that. done and then it's like something seems missing and Sing is like oh yeah we totally have to make a second one and they're like no <laughs> it was great uh, but that, that was some of our favorite moments uh there really weren't really too many fights 
besides no. what was in the tournament arc, and we kind of already talked about those. Season two will probably have more fights since it's called Stone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I guess we are to where would we recommend Doctor? Would Stone? I recommend? I don't know. Yeah. Why did you go first, Falcon? Well, you know, I would recommend Doctor Stone. I like it. Um. I was telling uh my brother and his wife about it the other day when I had to stop by to deliver something to them. Uh, and even they were interested in it as non-anime fans, the whole fact of uh, just trying to get the civilization going through science, but back in the Stone Age just kind of made them think it sounds interesting. Uh, so I feel like it's it's definitely an anime you could recommend to anyone who likes anime and potentially is a first anime. Um, but if it's the first anime, I feel like they have to kind of like the more like science-y kind of science fiction aspect of it that it kind of has. Um, as far as actual rating, I'm going to give it an eight. Wow. I feel like if the other characters were able to do more besides just gathering resources and whatnot for Senku, I might place it a little bit higher. Um, but it's pretty much the Senku show. And while I enjoy Senku, <laughs> I wish some of the other characters were able to take the spotlight more than just having like a little, you know, fun moment here or there. Um, that's that's what I'm going to rank it at. What, uh, what about you, Condor? Well, I would definitely say I would recommend this anime to an, a new anime fan, 100%, because it's it's shonen, obviously, mm-hmm. so it's basic, but it's like a good basic. Um, and if, you like, if you're a science fan, I highly recommend uh, watching it too, just for that aspect, and maybe it'll be a good way to get yourself into anime. Definitely also recommend it for veteran fans if you haven't watched it. I really enjoyed what I watched, other than, again, it's the only problem I had because I didn't understand the science, but that's not the anime's fault. That's my fault because I'm not very into science or anything. But other than that, I will have to agree. I think I want to rate an 8 out of 10 as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. We have similar ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have to disagree with you, Falcon, on one little aspect on the fact that some of the characters did do something, some other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, Senko did carry the show. Yeah. Literally carried it like the stone on his back. Ha! But no. um, other characters have their own little moments. But I do agree where there's, I hope more of those come in the future. Yeah. Something like Suika and Gaseki were two of my favorites Detective. for the show. But uh, I mean, yeah, Suika pretty much just does some scout work every now and then and helps gather ingredients. Gaseki's whole thing is he's just a skilled craftsman who can do the more intricate things that Senku and Chrome can't do. I think because I think what you're not realizing is even though the show focused on Senku, everyone else does everything. Yeah. So they do have their own moments, but I he does the science mean. behind it. But that's they focus so much on the science. You don't really what everyone else does doesn't really seem or feel imperative. That's why it was getting more like wholesome towards the end. I'm like, I like mm-hmm. this. It's getting wholesome. Yeah, getting wholesome. I liked it. Um, anything else we want to say? I mean, we've already kind of moved spoilers into kind of all of it. Anything we want to say uh, spoiler wise, Sen- or Senku's, do we think we're good? Senku's dad was an astronaut and survived the petrification. Oh, and he gave, and he had, he and the five other survivors only did stuff to give Senku friends when he woke, and that was really sweet and wholesome. That's like a really a good plot twist. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, because basically the village is called Ishigami Village, and that's Senku's last name because his dad came down and founded the village mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep, and yep. um, yeah, he's like, I hope you like your gift because at the last episode they find like a stone recording and with uh his father's voice in it, and it's also like the song that we mentioned, which was really great. Yeah. And they showed Goku at the end, so obviously it's good anime. <laughs> they also showed well, they one did. of the Ice Shield Twenty One characters uh, when they were talking about how manpower worked by turning the crank or whatever. They had one of the people from Ice Shield Twenty One on there as one of the people pushing the like wheel around. I'm sure you like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I guess we didn't say, but the artist who did all the art for Dr. Stone is the guy who did the art for Ishield 21. I did not so, know that. Yeah, uh, Boichi, I think is how you pronounce his name. Boichi. Yeah. Boichi. Boichi. But yeah, uh, he's, his art's great. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of Ishield 21. Like, I enjoyed what I watched of Ishield 21, but I didn't finish it, and I have no care to go back and finish it. But the art was phenomenal in that show. Um yeah, uh, I guess if there's not anything else, I guess this is time to wrap it up. So this has been our episode on Dr. Stone season one for the Bird Brothers podcast. Look out for the Stone Wars episode sometime after that season has finished airing. We're not going to do like half season review or anything. We're just going to wait till it's all done. I mean, come on, let's face it. You can find out what we're up to on Twitter at Bird Bro Pod. You can keep up to date with all news and updates regarding the podcast there. We also have a Discord you can hop in. It will be in the link 
or the link will be in the description on our podcast on the main page. You find it on all of the podcast services. Put that into your browser. Hit yes and come chat about anime and video games with us. We don't bite. Or I'm also on Twitch some, which you can find on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Final Falconberry. We are, have been playing some Genshin lately uh, as Condor and I have both been very hooked. Uh, I finally got my Coco Goat plus one. Uh, I need to get Coco Goat plus max by okay. the end of it, but I doubt have that's going to happen. Have fun using your whole paycheck. I know, right? Like, I'm not going to have I can't, I can't, that. can't pay that bills. That is a pipe dream. Month. I am aware of it, all right? I, I can't pay bills this month. Go, Coco Goat. Oh, man. But hey, tune in next week because uh-huh. next week we are going to be reviewing Fate Stay Night. The OG Fate Stay Night is That's what Condor right. has picked. So don't be like, uh, Grand Order or whatever. Like, no, we're doing the OG, okay? Yeah, we haven't seen it. We're gonna watch the OG first. I've right? never seen Fate Stay Night, so this will be. A new I saw roughly half of it, and then it got taken off YouTube back in the day, so I don't remember much about it. But it I remember now I liked what I watched. So oh man, yeah. So that's what we'll be doing. Uh, so hopefully, tune in next week for that. Uh, so Fate Stay Night. Until then, we hope you all are doing well, and we'll see you next week. And may all you your pulls be blessed. Yeah. Uh, Good luck with your gotcha pulls, guys. Bird Bros, out.